What's going on, everybody? My name is Christian Gujanov, and I want to welcome you to Peak Performance Principles. In this podcast, we're going to be talking about the principles in order to achieve and sustain peak performance. So if you want to get better, if you want to improve your performance, you're in the right place. Let's get started. What's going on, everybody? This is Christian Gujanov with another episode of Peak Performance Principles. Today we're going to be talking about the difference between playing with fear and playing with love. I don't know if any of you have watched the documentary, the Michael Jordan documentary that just that just wrapped up the ten part series, uh, The Last Dance. But th- there was some incredible parts of that series and some some things that really stuck out to me. And I've gotten a couple of questions from athletes that kind of related to this as well. Um, it was very clear as you watch that documentary and as you if you grew up watching Michael Jordan play or just watch him you know highlights now he played with an incredible amount of passion and focus and he was very locked in and there was very few plays that he really kind of took off um, even if he wasn't in a, a specific defensive st- position or on offense, if the ball wasn't necessarily going through him, which didn't happen very often, but you know he was never really taking a playoff. He always played with passion. He played with energy. He played with focus, and he was always locked in, which is one of the things that set him apart from everyone else. Right. So I get asked a question a lot of times about you know how how do I play with that passion? Like how can I play with that energy all the time? Like how can I perform? And not take plays off or not or not lose focus or not overthink, not not get in my head and just continue to play with that passion every game. So there's a couple of things that that really stuck out to me from that documentary. And one of those things is the, the way he talks about basketball, just the game In other interviews. You watch him talk about Kobe Bryant was the same way. It was almost like basketball was a another teammate. It was something very sacred, and it was this, this, this not just a ball in, in a court, but something more than that. And you can just tell when these great athletes, when they talk about their sport, that they have this incredible amount of love toward the game. When Kobe Bryant retired, he wrote a letter to basketball, and that mo- the, the little short film he made ended up winning an Emmy. It was this this, this incredible passion and love for the game. So. I think there's a very clear difference when we talk about playing with love and playing with fear. So I want you to think about the difference for you, right? Fear and love have a physiological response in our bodies. When you when you are when you love something or when you do something that you love, it releases certain physiological and neurotransmitters in your body. Same thing happens when you're afraid. Uh, when you are playing with fear, or you're afraid of something or something that you are doing that scares you. Again, there's a physiological and a neurotrans- neurotransmitters are released within your body. There's a physiological response. Uh, there was a research study that was done that measured essentially what what's happening in your in a physiological level in your body. Typically, with love, it releases 
a a chemical called oxytocin, which I'm sure a lot of us are familiar with. Uh, this is something that happens a lot with. It's mentioned in childbirth as well. Uh, but essentially, what this what this chemical does is it stimulates the natural growth of HGH, so your human growth hormone. It lowers our blood pressure. It increases your, your immune function. It promotes healing. It opens up your cells for more oxygen. And there's a heightened positive emotion when the release of oxytocin occurs. And that happens when, when you feel love. For example, on the flip side of that fear, the chemical that's closely associated with that is cortisol. And I'm sure you've heard of that as like the stress hormone, right? So cortisol, when it gets released in our body, it's, it sucks in all of our energy. A lot, of the, a lot of the cells required for energy production get sucked in and aren't as effective. It also raises your blood pressure. It decreases the effectiveness of your immune system. It makes pain feel worse um, from, a, from a chemical level. It, it, may, it makes pain feel worse in our mind. We interpret pain differently. It also shuts down your cells so they, can, so they don't function as, as well. And it heightens something called the negativity bias, which is our our body's way of of essentially always looking at the negative we notice the negative things more often than we do the positive and it heightens that sense of of that negativity bias so we're a lot more likely to see a situation and notice the bad the negative the ugly side of things instead of the the positive side of things right so fear releases cortisol love releases oxytocin so when you watch a lot of these athletes play notice that they're not playing with a lot of fear the opponent that's guarding them plays might play with a lot of fear. And you can imagine that if you're playing with fear, energy is decreased, pain increases, your cells aren't moving fast, and you're looking for the negative. You're, you're, you're trying to find ways to make excuses for yourself. Whereas when you're playing with love and you watch these great athletes, the Michael Jordans, the Kobe Bryants, you watch them play and there's so much love and focus and attention to detail because the from a neurotransmitter level from a physiological level they have a better system to be able to play more effectively their cells are more open their blood pressure is lower so they can perform in high pressure situations because their blood pressure is lower increased immune function they're they're able to perform more positively and find ways to be more positive when they're playing so there's a couple of things I want you to think about, and, and hopefully that this, this can be helpful for you to play with more love and not play so much with fear. Uh, there's a quote from Babe Ruth. He says, never let the fear of striking out get in the way and keep you from playing the game. So I want to ask you a few questions that you can think about, right? The first one, I want you to think about the very first time you can remember falling in love with the sport that you play. When, what, when was the first time that you really fell in love with it? For me, I, I fell in love with basketball pretty early on. Uh, I remember going to a gym in West Jordan, Utah to watch my brother play a game. And I hadn't really, you know, played much basketball. We play in the backyard and stuff, but I never really, you know, never really played too much. But I, I wanted to get better at it. I, I, it was something that I enjoyed doing. And I remember I was at this gym and I had a ball in my hand and I saw somebody spinning the ball on, on one finger. And I spent the whole rest of that game, probably like an hour, trying to do that. And I remember trying to do that. It lasted for over an hour. And to me, it only lasted like two minutes. 
Like it felt like time sped up so fast. And I remember on the car ride home, I remember holding this basketball and thinking like, how did like this, how is that possible that like an hour and a half went by, but it literally felt like two minutes. I was so focused and I was so drawn to trying to figure out how to spin a basketball on my finger that I, I, I didn't realize like what that time had gone on so much. And that was the first time I remember thinking about basketball and falling in love with it, just being obsessed with it and thinking that like I spent an hour and a half trying to figure out this one thing and it went by so fast and it was so awesome to me to think to think about that. And ever since then, I took basketball a lot more seriously. I played a lot more. I wanted to try harder at being a better basketball player. I went in the backyard and just was obsessed with playing basketball for a long, long time. That was the very first time I remember like really falling in love with basketball. So think about your time. When was that first time that you can remember that you, that you started falling in love with the game that you play? The, the last two questions I want you to think about is I want you to identify very deep, very specifically, what does your game look like when you're playing with love? And you know, you know those moments where you are having fun where you are playing free, describe in detail what does that look like. If I was watching you from the from from the stands, how how would I be able to know that you're playing with love? Identify those things. If you watched film, you could you could watch yourself play. What are you doing? How are you acting that that I could be able to tell that you could tell that you're playing with love? And then this, the last thing is think about what are the common factors that turn the switch for you that cause you to have fear. A lot of times it's when you're having a terrible game, you've committed a bunch of turnovers and it feels like it's almost like creeps up on you and it like turns on this switch inside of you and all of a sudden you feel like you're the worst player on the court. You feel like you're the worst player in the field and you play with fear and you're slow and you aren't able to effectively play the game that you know how to play you know what to do, but you just can't execute it. So again, the first question, what was the first time that you fell in love with your sport? Secondly, think about what does your game look like when you play with love? And then third, identify factors that contribute to turning on the switch to playing with fear. Identify those things. If you can name those things, if you can identify those things that commonly contribute to you playing with fear, then you can tame those things. Justin Sua talks about naming it and then you can tame it. Name it and tame it. Identifying those, those, those fear-driving actions, if you name those things, then you can tame those things. So I hope this was helpful. And I, the, that first question is such a powerful question to me. I don't think a lot of times we think about that first time you really fell in love with whatever sport you play, but think about that time. And it was so pure and it's so genuine. It's, it's, it's one of those moments that, I think if you thought about more, you'd, you, you would play with love a lot more if you think about those early days of just playing in your backyard or playing in the street or just having fun playing your sport. I think it can really help you play with more love. And just like as you watch Michael Jordan play, there was, there was nothing that was going to stop him from being his best. And it's because he was, in, he was totally in love with the game. He was totally in love with winning and totally in love with doing everything so that he could play the game that he loved. So don't let anything get in your way. Identify those things and tame and name those things so you can tame those things. And remember that when you play with love, that's when you play at your best. 
hope this was helpful. Uh, if you have any questions, if there's anything that you would like to focus on in future episodes, find us on Instagram and Facebook, as well as Twitter at Mental Strength Performance. Uh, check out some of the stuff we're putting out there. I hope that it's helpful uh, to help you in- improve your game. Um, and if this is something that you would like to continue to talk about, if you want to raise your game, your mental game, um, we are setting up online groups currently. Uh, go to our Instagram. You'll find some information on there. There's a flyer on there. So if you are interested in joining one of these groups, uh, we talk about four mental skills. Uh, it's an online group. Um, it's, it's, it's pretty inexpensive to join. It, it's, it's a pretty short commitment. It's a couple of weeks for an hour or so a week. Uh, it's a great introductory course. So if you're interested in joining one of these groups, we've ran a few already. It's been really awesome to see how many young athletes especially are really taking advantage of these of these online groups and finding ways to improve their game. So if you want to join one of these groups, go to our Instagram, uh, find the flyer, um, or you can go to our website. at ment- uh, Our website is mentalstrengthperformance.com, and you can join one of the online groups that way as well. So again, thank you for listening, and we'll see you on our next episode. Bye.